You're cruising down the highway, windows rolled down, tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more, all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home. And they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, Their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. I grew up uh, in the 1950s and 60s. I figure I was about mm, seven, eight years old when I started to realize that there was actually a world out there that coincided with the beginning of rock and roll, Elvis Presley in particular, but Chuck Berry and some black artists were there, Little Richard. And that was a shock to my parents, a cultural shock, because after World War II, Uh, The G.I.s came back. American society was based on conformity. So if you watch the sitcoms of the early 60s, Leave it to Beaver, Father Knows Best, all of these shows, you see that it was just like a uh, milk toast. Everybody was white. Everybody was happy. No dissent. Well, then rock and roll comes in and shakes it all up, pardon the pun, and then you have James Dean in the movies and you have a lot of uh, turbulence, challenges. The culture then stayed pretty even until 1963 when President Kennedy was assassinated. That was a huge shock to America. And the Camelot that uh, had been installed in politics was gone in a flash. And then the culture was shocked again in 1967 by the Vietnam War and the college demonstrations and the sex, drugs, rock and roll era, which lasted a fairly long time. Everything changed. Country divided. Hippies against traditionalists. A lot of angst, a lot of anger, a lot of new mores. Religion declined. 
tradition decline. All right. Then after Vietnam subsided, Watergate, big scandal, Richard Nixon, politics upheaval. And again, the society was almost exhausted by that time. All right. Between 1960 in 1973, American society was exhausted. So then things kind of evened out. Disco, mindless disco took over in the 70s. The me generation of the 80s, where it was all about me. Give me mine. Where's mine? How come I don't have everything handed to me? Then the 90s, an extension of the 80s. And now, after 9-11 there was a flip back to traditional America because we were attacked and people wanted to kill us and we rallied behind a more traditional America, George W. Bush. That's shattered now, gone. And we are in a progressive pathway. Now, the key to the progressive movement was Barack Obama, President Obama, Here's what he said in 2016 when he was first, I'm sorry, in 2008, let me get my dates correct, 2008 when he was first running for president. Go. I believe that marriage uh, is the union between a man and a woman. Now for me as a Christian, for me, for me as a Christian, it's also a sacred union. Uh, you know, God's in, in the mix. Uh -huh. um. So, traditional Barack Obama. But four years later, 2012, running for re-election, different story. Go. At a certain point, I've just concluded that, um, for me personally, it is important for me to go ahead and affirm that uh, I think same-sex couples should be able to get married. Okay, four years, big change. Now we have the Biden administration thoroughly invested in progressive tenets, wanting to change and challenge all of the Judeo-Christian tenets, and I mean all of them. Okay, so there is my analysis. Now we have two very, very smart guys, smarter than me. The first one is Victor Davis Hanson. You know him if you watch the news. He is a senior fellow at the Hoover Institution at Stanford University. He wrote a book called The Dying Citizen, How Progressive Elites, Tribalism, and Globalization Are Destroying the Idea of America. I have said publicly that Mr. Hanson is a better columnist than I am. Now that shows you about my ego, but it's a compliment to Victor Davis Hanson, who joins us now from California. Okay, so there is my spiel about American culture. You and I are contemporaries. How do you see it? I agree with you, Bill. Um, and I think there's three things that I've watched in the last 10 years that have been accelerants to what you outlined that have really picked up the pace and maybe neither one of us thought that it would accelerate to the point we are now. One was this asymmetrical globalization. And we had this bi-coastal elite, one looking at the EU, one looking at Asia, that had levels of wealth that we that were staggering in the history of civil war. Seven trillion dollars in market capitalization. So 
the Zuckerbergs, the Bloombergs, the Soros, the Bill Gates, there were people who had enormous influence and they were left wing. So with the Democratic Party really metamorphosized from the old lunch bucket constituencies to a boutique agenda that was, you know, not they were never subject to the consequences of their own ideology and they didn't care about the middle class. The second thing was that we have never seen either percentage wise or in actual numbers, 50 million people that were not born in the United States. 27% of all Californians were not born in America. And that was an enormous challenge for legal, diverse, meritocratic uh, immigration and assimilation, integration, intermarriage, and we failed. So we created a kind of a tribal idea that your first identity was your superficial appearance, tribalism, which is an age-old enemy of civilization. The third thing, and I think this was important, we gave up on the Martin Luther King, even though we had made enormous progress of the content of our character rather than the color of our skin, and we substituted race for class. So the Democratic Party came to the conclusion that if you had never gone to high school and you're on a forklift in Bakersfield, California, and you're a white working person, you have white privilege. And a Oprah or a LeBron or Julian Castro or somebody like that has no privilege. And that was a, a fundamental change in direction that we, and I think Barack Obama did that when he redefined affirmative action, that 90-10 or 88-12 binary that had historical justification in slavery and Jim Crow to diversity. And by diversity, he meant, I don't care how wealthy you are. I do not care uh, what your historical circumstances are. You can be an Indian aristocrat. You can be an Argentine aristocrat. But if you are so-called not white, you were part of the diversity. And that's 30% of the population. And those now, two things really changed everything, in my view. They this really could did. not have happened without the entertainment industry, Hollywood, and the news industry getting on board, promoting, not, not favoring, but actively promoting that if you aren't progressive, if you don't believe the tenets of equity, which is favoritism towards certain groups, if you don't uh, want your children to be taught one thing in school, that uh, equity is best, that you are a villain. All right, so both of us have had to face that media, which not only disagrees, but wants to destroy, actively destroy people who will say, no, traditional America is better because if you look at history, that's how we became the most successful economic country that ever existed by tradition, hard work, self-reliance. You take that tack now, the media will try to destroy you. I think that's a huge component in all of this. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go 
to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award-winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's PolicyGenius.com. I think you're right. I think they define their agenda, the woke agenda, that if there is any detectable inequality, there, it has to be attributed to somebody who's culpable. It can't be chance or fate or individual difference. And therefore, an anointed separate group, superior group, well, should, be, should have the power to redistribute and make things even according to what they feel. And that does not appeal to 51%. The border doesn't, the uh, Soros crime philosophy doesn't, the energy problem doesn't, Afghanistan. So what they have done in the last 25 years, they control all of the levers of thought influence through institutional powers, professional sports, Hollywood, media, Silicon Valley, corporate boardroom, uh, Wall Street, the foundation, my gosh. And through those institutions, they feel that they don't really need a grassroots 51% consensus because they can affect uh, public opinion. So we're going into a midterm and we're not discussing these issues. We're discussing January 6th, hiatus. Then we go into the raid, the media bombshells, walls are closing in. Then we do the Phantom of the Opera, everybody's an enemy speech by uh, Biden, and now we're going to go back to January 6th, and I think we'll probably end up with an indictment. But they have the ability through the permanent state or the media or all of these things that we talked about to bypass and appeal to 51% of the people. And they're revolutionaries, Bill. They don't believe in the Constitution, the custom and traditions. They don't feel that's a reliable, a reliable companion for them. So no, they want to break it down. Right. No yeah. doubt about it. But how culpable are the vast numbers of Americans who do not pay attention, who live their lives on this, who will not discipline themselves to actually hear both sides of the story and figure out, you know, what is best for them, their families and their country. So it seems to me that group has risen and they are the targets of the propaganda that are put out by the mass media and the entertainment industry. How culpable are they? Very much so. But when you look at civic education, it doesn't exist in the public schools. So one of the things we don't talk about is the woke education, this therapeutic 
detour the last 10 years. It's really one of laziness. These teachers are not qualified to teach competitive mathematical or historical or English skills. And it's sort of off topic topics. And these kids are not educated. And yeah, we're culpable. We're a democratic federal uh, constitutional republic, but this couldn't have happened uh, without being susceptible to these influences, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or the Super Bowl halftime show or uh, the commercials on television. And, but it's not, nobody in the Democratic Party says, we have midterms coming out. We want to convince America that that open border is well and that these big city di district attorneys are in, working for you and you must pay $7 a gallon for diesel fuel. These are all in your interest. Instead, we have these psychodramas and melodramas and we've all been diverted attention. And I, I, the Republican establishment it seems unable, except until DeSantis with this latest Martha's Vineyard, they have been unable to bring back the issues in, a, in, in sort of a media fashion that the, that the populace understands. But it was a brilliant move, the Martha's Vineyard. That was one of the most brilliant political moves I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, because I agree. Because yeah. now it's focused, it's focused attention on something that's quite wrong and morally wrong on the border. And it's disrupted the left-wing media circus for a while. And the hypocrisy that is uh, active yes. in the progressive circus. Last question for yeah. you. Used to be if you were a classic liberal, as overwhelmingly most college professors are, that you believed in free speech, that you believed in life, human rights. And now the progressives have said, you know, we don't really want free speech on Facebook. We, we don't really want Twitter uh, throwing out vaccination dissent or uh, election dissent. We're going we to knock that out. And if you are uh, among the unborn, uh, we can uh, terminate your existence right up until the moment of birth. That seems to be 180 degrees opposite what the liberal philosophy used to be. How did that happen? because they're not liberals. They've been hijacked by, I call them Jacobins, that French Revolutionary Party. They believe that they are so morally superior that they deserve to use any means possible. In the 60s, they were protesting to have free speech. Now they're the deans that are suppressing free speech. They were marching on the Pentagon. Now they're in the Pentagon with woke education. They used to congregate in front of, you know, IT&T or General Motors to protest. Now they are running the corporate boardroom. So they feel they've taken in a long march these institutions over and they can affect public opinion. And they do but not what's believe- But what's in it for them, the progressives? And this is as simple as it gets. What's in it for the progressive elite to terminate the unborn without any restrictions? What's yes. in it for them? They have certain ideological ideas about utopia, and they feel that people are uh, subject to dark forces that are going to support, make women have a child they don't want, and they don't really care about human life. And they feel that whether it's blasting the walls at the border and living in a compound, or praising open borders, but not in Martha's Vineyard, or saying that the teachers' unions are great and charter schools are awful while their kids are in prep school. It's based on a group of people, several million, with enormous power, and they're not subject, because of their wealth and influence and institutional control, to the 
ramifications of their own ideology. They're like right. the Jacobins or Robespierre, and they're, they have to be stopped because they're revolutionaries. They're not liberals. They're not Democrats. I don't even think they're progressive. I think they're more, I don't know, neo-socialist Stalinists. They, they really do not like America. They don't like its history, its tradition. It's not perfect in their way. It's not good. If it's not perfect, it's not good. And they have to destroy it. And I think they're trying to destroy it and reconstitute it in something that you and I could not even imagine. Victor Davis Hanson, thank you very much. We really appreciate it, sir. Thank you, Bill. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. So all aspects of American society are affected by cultural change. But one group in particular has really been affected over the past 50 years, and that is African-Americans. Some stats for you. In 1965, at the beginning of the Great Society, Lyndon Johnson-led movement, 25% of black children were born to a single mother, 25%. In 2018, 70% of black children born to an unmarried mother, according to federal census statistics. In the prison population, and remember, uh, African-Americans make up 13% of the total um, people living in the USA. In 1964, 33% of the prison population in America were black. In 2022, this year, 39%. So you can see that the uh, cultural change, particularly uh, starting in the mid-1960s, influenced um, the black culture in a tremendous way. So joining us now is a man you probably have heard of, Dr. Benjamin Chavis. 
is the president and CEO of the National Newspaper Publishers Association. He is the former executive director and CEO of the MAACP. And we are pleased to have Dr. Chavis on this program. So many people believe that the unmarried child situation has led to deprivation in the African-American community, generally speaking. Would you agree with that? Uh, thank you, Bill, for an opportunity to be on your program. Generally speaking, uh, there are a lot of pressures on the black family. Of course, not only for black families, white families, Latino families, having families together is always much better than not having families together. And the statistics that you cite are real, they're accurate, and also speaks to we got to do a better job uh, with making sure that uh, families are whole. And of course, in the African-American community, uh, families are not only nuclear families, but they're also, um, you know, uh, broader families where you have this situation where women are the head of households much more in the later years than in the 1960s. So we got work to do. Uh, I was very fortunate. I was born in 1948, had a great mother and father. Uh, all of my uh, uh, sisters, uh, all college graduates uh, did well. Uh, but uh, those families that are unfortunate don't have uh, a nuclear family, they have greater challenges. And so the things what we need to focus on, Bill, I think is how do we fix this? How do we correct this so all families will have a better chance at life? But there's a problem doctor. So the progressive movement doesn't see it the way you see it. I mean, take the Black Lives Matter uh, organization. They clearly on their website state that you don't need to have two parents, that uh, a family, an alternative family, whatever is fine. Uh, and the progressive movement downgrades traditional America in almost every area. And you see the rise now in violent crime. Young black males without male supervision, fathers in the home, are becoming a blight on society. So it seems to me and others that this progressive movement away from traditional America, the classic nuclear family, as you say, all right, has harmed the whole country, but most of all, the African-American community. Am I wrong? Well, I, I think you're right to point uh, that there's a serious problem uh, with having uh, nuclear families uh, in Black America. But the question, I don't think it's accurate, though, Bill, just to say this is because of the progressive movement. I, I think that this is something uh, that goes beyond um, politics, right to the right or to the left or to the middle. This is something that all communities, including, if I can speak for the African-American community, that that's, those are problems that we have to work on. We have to work on... Uh, well, when you say we, who, who's we? I mean, who are you talking about? Those the government, the government can't I, legislate personal morality. Government can't well, come well, in and say ask, to people... I'm not asking for... I don't think... So right, we? Uh, we? we are people who live in our communities. One okay. of the reasons why we've made progress in some of our communities is that we take greater responsibility uh, for uh, what's happening with our children, what's happening with our young people, uh, what's uh, to counter crime in our community. Uh, as well. And, and I just think that the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, as you referred to, came as a response to all these uh, serious cases of police brutality uh, that Black Lives Matter movement believe were racially motivated. 
But in terms of the family, I, I think that no one in our community uh, uh, would argue that we need to, would argue that we don't need to do something better uh, to restore families in our communities. I think across the board, you will get an agreement on that. Okay. I'm not disagreeing that a community-based analysis and encouragement of married people siring children would be the best solution because government can't do it. But it's not happening in the south side of Chicago. It's not happening in a lot of places where the violent crime is just through the roof because of the progressive movements, de-emphasis on the police and incarceration. And that has been proven time and time and time again, and you know it. So there are good African-American poor people who live in fear of young black males armed to the teeth who are roaming around selling narcotics and killing people at will. All of this comes out of a lack of discipline, and that is a cultural thing. That is a hallmark of the progressive movement. Okay, do not impose discipline on criminals or students who misbehave in the classroom or anyone else. Look at look what you and I are pretty much the same age. When you grew up, you had Motown, you had Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, you had unbelievable positive black role models. Now you got rappers spewing out all of this vile stuff, kids with the headphones listening all day long to it, four-letter words sprinkled into every sentence, crude entertainment coming at these young people, and it's all the hallmark of progressives, not conservatives. Do you disagree? Uh, yeah, Bill, I, I respectfully, I do disagree. I think that, um, you know, you're entitled to your analysis, but your analysis is not the only analysis. I, I believe that um, crime in uh, African-American communities, uh, drugs, self-destruction, we don't manufacture guns in our community. Where did all these guns come from? There are too many guns in our community. There are too many guns in, in America. And, and so I, I, this has nothing to do with being progressive or conservative. Uh, some of it has to do with racism. Some of it has to do with economic inequity. Some of it has to do with the lack of having a positive role model. You need guidance. Every human being needs it. The progressive movement does not buy into that concept. Uh, again, Bill, when you identify the progressive movement, uh, you are presupposing that the progressive movement has some uh, psychological, some sociological control over the thinking and the pattern of behavior of black people. That's not true. Has influence. Uh, uh, no, I, I think that there are much more systemic causes to the disparities in our society, the health disparities. We know something now about the social determinants of health. We know something also about environmental conditions. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. 
Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Do you know, Bill, that African-Americans are disproportionately exposed to environmental hazards that causes asthma, that causes cancer, that causes heart sure, conditions? because it all goes and back to poverty. Child, if, if, a child does not, if a child does not have adequate nutrition or when they go to school, Bill, there's Absolutely. no way they're going to pass the third grade reading test, which determines how many juvenile prisons are going to be built, rather than a remedial program to help young people have to read. So You're I absolutely right. There's, there's no doubt about it that African-Americans, and I've said this throughout my whole career, have a much tougher road than Caucasian Americans, Hispanic Americans, any other group. But the only solution to that is to get the 70% born in a single family home back down to a reasonable level, or it's just going to be a cycle because you have Bill, to have I think that's, a Bill, father. I think that's one of the solutions. That's not the only solution, but I think that's one of the solutions. I think we have a complex problem of uh, what I would call racial oppression in America. And you're not going to solve it with a simplistic uh, uh, solution. It's complex. But you have a very permissive solutions to resolve this. You have an administration now that believes in equity, that believes in actually favoring African-Americans for income redistribution, for entitlements down the line. So the oppression of African-Americans is not in play currently at the federal level. It's, it's now the other way, the pendulum has swung the other way, that we have to favor this group to get them back to a parity with the other American groups. But I'll submit no, to you but, that that's not going to work because but, but it's but all Bill, personal. I just want to make, sure, make sure, look, reparations is not favoritism. Reparations would pay the damage that was done. You can't, uh, you, you can't. I, you and I can agree. But doctor, you just agree. Don't you, you just right, agree. This is good. Right, I have well, a different social condition. But than don't whites. you understand the, the bitterness why. that would arise if you punish the rest of America to pay reparations to black America? There'd be so much bitterness. Has been done. 
repairing the damage to black Americans does not injure white Americans. Why would you say that? It comes out of our pockets. Yeah, but what? Because <laughs> it's taxpayer Listen, dollars. You, you just Those reparations want, would be into Bill, the hundreds of billions of dollars. Bill, blacks, whites, Latinos, Asian, Native Americans, all of us would benefit from having a society where there's no crime. All of That's us right. would benefit from having a society where there's health Reparations is not going to stop that. With you all know, of look, us. And so the only equity, thing that's going to stop, doctor, the only thing that's going to stop, or it's not going to stop, the only thing that's going to bring down violent crime. And African-Americans make up, what, 70% of the victims, 75% of the victims. I'm just talking victims now, not even perpetrators. The only thing that's going to bring that down is a return to traditional upbringing, discipline, morals, and that has to be instilled in the home. That's the only solution. Last word. Well, Bill, I think uh, there's no such thing as one only solution. I think there are many solutions. What you've cited is a solution, but it is not the only solution. I think we need to continue this discussion. I think it's a great discussion. And uh, we can have this discussion without using foul language at each other and trying to demonize the other. I listen to you. You listen to me. We ought to continue this discussion. I want to say one more thing, doctor. I wish I had met your father and mother. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for appearing. Okay, so there you have it. Uh, cultural change, culture wars. Um, I try to present the smartest people I can get. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.